Welcome to Godable, a daily reading of holy texts known in the Unificationist community as Hundoke. Today we are reading from the Pyeonghwa Gyeong. Pyeonghwa Gyeong, Book 2 Restoring the Original Relationship Between God and Human Beings History has advanced through the guidance of the saints and righteous people. Therefore, the question now is how today's societies, which represent the world and human history, are aligned with the teachings of the saints. If God exists, He would have had a purpose at the beginning. He would have gone through a process to achieve that purpose, and that process would head toward realizing one world. If heaven is behind that providence, then we cannot help but think about the issue of how to unite God's purpose with the historical course of humankind who must follow that providence. This being so, how can we build the relationship God originally intended to have with humankind? And how can we bring human affairs to have God's love at the center? We have to consider how we can unite our worldview with the will of God and with the overall relationships in the affairs of individuals, families, particular societies, and particular cultures. We formed the Holy Spirit Association with this original motivation. We will not just deal with those affairs. We will also bring it to the context of understanding that God is our Father. The issue of whether we have the intrinsic power to unite the world into one depends on bringing the world to the position where it can receive Heavenly Parents' love, centering on this teaching. In a family there are parents, husband and wife and children. With these, it becomes a base for happiness. The purpose for God seeking human beings is certainly so that God can find His own happiness. Accordingly, when God seeks happiness, it can only be found in a place with human beings. Only when God and human beings establish a relationship can there be a point of unity. Just as we feel happiness when we possess all the emotional content from our family, God too feels happiness when He dwells in such circumstances. With this awareness, Jesus asserted Christ would have to return. For 2,000 years, Christians have embraced the ideal of the Second Coming and have been waiting for the time when Jesus would come again. What is the centerpiece of the Second Coming? This can be considered to be the marriage of the Lamb. Then what is the marriage of the Lamb? It is left vague, yet it is no less than the beginning of the love that is to unite God and human beings. From the human viewpoint, it is a man and a woman becoming one. These two people are bound together as one and head toward the ideal world. Without preparing the foundation in this way, where humankind can go forward searching for the love of God, the goal of a world centering on God's love cannot be realized. Therefore, when Jesus comes, He must establish the family that God is hoping for, and that family must be a true family. Until now, human beings have sought true love. False love must not be present in the family or society. Therefore, one true family must appear that has as its center the love of God that all people can share. A true family whose core is the greatest love that all human beings are longing for. Without such a family of love, the tribe of love cannot be formed. If such a tribe is not formed, the society of love cannot emerge. And without such a society, the nation and the world of love cannot be realized. Therefore, in the providence of salvation that God has bestowed upon humankind, I consider that the highest level human beings can experience and the highest ideal level God is seeking for is in the family. Thus, in the Unification Church we have the terms blessing and holy wedding ceremonies. I am sure you have heard these terms many times. 
Then, through what principle is a true family bound together? A true original man and a true original woman must be brought together centering on God. The Unification Church is teaching this kind of concrete concept. Such a family does not center on the individual. Instead, its focus widens to represent and encompass the world. Families with that kind of focus and accomplishment in the realm of daily life have to be established on this earth. Unless this is done, a new society, nation, and world cannot be established. Because I believe this, the Unification Church has become the church that is being talked about so much today. It is finding a starting point to make a new beginning for the world with the love of God and the love of human beings at its center. The Religion the World Needs There have been many disparaging rumors recently. However, I would like to tell you clearly one thing. The Unification Church will not fail. That which is humanistic will not succeed. If a religion secures the love of God and the path of the heavenly law of heaven's will, it will not fail. For there to be truth, there must be a strong ideal. That is to say, the value of truth appears through content that is undeniable and useful in forming relationships. Until now, religions have had as their goal the salvation of the individual, and they have taught how to save the individual from evil. However, the world does not need a religion that places the individual at the center, but one that is able to prepare a foundation for family salvation. The salvation of the family begins when it can receive and secure the will of heaven and be recognized by the will of humankind. If a family appears that can endure any trial, from the position of having combined the love of heaven and the love of humankind, the religious movement based on it will spread throughout the world. This movement would not have any particular place or any special society like Korea at the center. It would be a movement that has the concept of the family at the center and goes beyond the society and nation. A religion carrying out a movement like that will be absolutely necessary for the future. As you know, the United States has taken a leading role in this age of history based on democracy. America was established by the will of heaven. If it was established as a nation and called to exemplify and propagate democracy, that call could not have been for the sake of America alone. America is a part of the world and God cannot allow the form of democracy as practiced by that specific people to lead the world. If America had gone forward taking spiritual responsibility in the democratic world and had stood in the position of helping weaker nations through its politics, economy, and culture, it would be able to rise to today's challenges on the world level. If it had stood in the position to save the world even at a great cost to the American people, America would surely be leading the world. However, as you know, America put forth the Nixon Doctrine and implemented a policy of retreat. It took the position that Asian problems ought to be left to Asia. Because this position did not go beyond the limits of democracy and was a retreat, America will not be able to avoid the world's mistrust. It is the same for communism. Russian communism has erected an enormous system to dominate the world, with the Slavic peoples at the center. Undeniably, this communist ideology stands in the position of evil. Nonetheless, its system could eventually surpass democracy. Although the communists have their eyes on the people of the world, they have yet to present the realm of the ideal of communism. This being so, what is the way of heaven and the highest good we can hope for humankind? If a religious body appears that has a new view of the world that goes beyond the nation and beyond any society, then centering on that teaching, 
from our individual lives up to the global level, we would have principles for daily life that are one with the heavenly way. For this reason, if I may take Korea as an example, it must have a mission for the entire world. Hence, Korea should be able to live for the sake of the world. At this point in time, when the entire world is coming together and intermingling in the realm of our daily life, what is it that Korea, America, or even the world is looking for? A nation that does not attain the standard of existing for the sake of the world, or that insists on its own ideology, will not be able to deal with the great global tide that is bringing changes in this era. We surely need a system of thought able to lead the world to the will of heaven. Many nations, many religions, many societies, many tribes, many families and many individuals will have to be incorporated into that world. I feel the time is coming when we need a movement with the teachings that can do that. Then, is this possible? Can all of this be bound together? In the future, if you have a chance to study about the Unification Church, you will come to know the answer. What is the problem that prevents this world from being saved? Society itself is not the problem. It is human beings that are the problem. The world consists of individuals like each of you, whose minds and bodies are fighting against each other. Therefore, it is inevitable that materialism with its view of history based on matter and idealism with its view of history based on mind would emerge worldwide. Such a time is called the last days. Tune in tomorrow for the end of the speech on the background and significance of the founding of the Unification Church. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Godable. Godable is brought to you by the National Victory Fund and support from listeners like you. To donate, visit godable.org. Thank you.